When it comes to planning a wedding, there are certain things that will be unique to your big day, but there is also a whole list of things that are universal to almost every wedding. These are things that pertain to budget, logistics, and general best planning practices and can easily be prepared for if you're aware of them in advance. Whether you've just started planning or have just a few weeks to go, take a minute to refresh yourself with these common wedding planning mistakes to ensure you're totally prepared for your big day. When you're planning your wedding, you want the big day to be absolutely perfect. The good news is that they're all really easy to avoid and with these wedding planning tips. Don't feel bad if the whole thing starts to overwhelm you. It's a big task, with jargon you've never heard of before, and 80 plus people expecting the time of their life. Pressure? Just a bit. But another truth is that it can be fun and the whole planning process can go, pretty, hiccup free. What you need to do is make sure you're aware of all the pitfalls that can befall you and avoid them. It's pretty handy then that we've discussed the 12 mistakes most wedding couples will make and how to avoid them, right? Listen on. Not setting a budget. Before you set a date. Before you book a venue. Before you do anything wedding related, you and your partner have to have the budget talk. It's not the most exciting part of planning a wedding, but it's the most important. And it's a great way to start discussing finances as a married couple. A budget gives you clear expectations for what you can afford, and I think one of the biggest mistakes couples make is not making a thorough budget. Sure, big things like the venue, catering and DJ are all known costs, but take into account all the other charges leading up to the big day such as flights, hotels, rental cars and food expenses. And don't forget to factor tips for vendors into the budget, too. Making plans before you set a budget. There are a lot of fun parts to wedding planning, from the free champagne at bridal salons and tailor shops to the cake tastings. Seriously, the cake tastings are amazing. But you can't do any of the fun stuff until you've set a budget. Otherwise, you might overcommit to something you really can't afford, and that might mean taking money away from the honeymoon. Or worse, going into credit card debt over a wedding and that is no way to start a marriage. Running out of time as you're getting ready. Oh yes, this happens far too often. One minute, you're lingering in the shower, the next you're panicking because it's time to leave. Speak to your hair and makeup team about how much time they need and ask them to give you a detailed timeline of their plans. That way, if you feel the timings are tight, you can talk it through in advance of the day. Often hair and makeup artists factor in additional time but it's always worth knowing that beforehand. Still organizing and planning on the big day. Now this is the time for you to stop planning and just enjoy yourself. Delegate responsibility to someone you trust or hire a planner to help you. Enough said on that one. Missing out on photos that you really wanted. Your wedding might be the first time you've had all your uni friends together in one place for years or family from around the world might be arriving. This all needs to be captured so get prepped in advance. Make sure that you give your photographer a full list of any photographs that you want from the day. Give them this info in plenty of time and ask the ushers and bridesmaids to be on hand to help round people up because this can save so much time. Setting a date before you pick your venue. 
So you got engaged and you're super excited and you want to tell the world that you're getting married so you look at the calendar and pick the first Saturday of your favorite month and presto, you've got a wedding date. No. Wrong. So many couples jump to setting a date before they even determine a venue. And that's problematic because popular venues can book out more than a year in advance. Also, venues have strict fire codes and max occupancy policies. So, if you've already mailed out your save the dates and told the world about your wedding, you might just have to rethink your dream venue. My advice, go into venue shopping with two dates in mind, a preferred and an alternate. And don't send your save the dates until you've put down a deposit for a venue and secured the date. Assuming 10% of guests will RSVP no. There's an old school wedding planning rule that says 10% of your guests will RSVP no. That may be true for larger weddings with 300 plus guests, but for smaller weddings you've likely already culled down the list to close friends and family, the people who really will show up. Sometimes couples get into sticky situations with their venues where a venue has a strict fire code or max capacity for people and a couple will promise that their guest list will fit, but then everyone RSVPs yes. This isn't church on Easter Sunday. You don't want to have an overflow room for your wedding guests. Set a cap for your guest list and make sure you're okay with that cap. Not making a rain plan. So you've researched when it's least likely to rain in Florida and planned the most Pinterest-perfect beach wedding in the sunniest month of the year. That's great. But I really hope there's a beach shack nearby if a thunderstorm pops up. Never trust the weather for outdoor weddings. Ever. You should always have an indoor plan and it shouldn't be an afterthought. It's something you should plan from day one when you pick your venue. My advice, if you're having an outdoor ceremony, choose an indoor reception venue. That way, if it does rain, you've already booked an indoor venue for the day and won't have to scramble or spend more money on rentals. Trying to do everything yourself. For me, planning my wedding was a very important exercise in delegation. As a type A, Virgo, I wholeheartedly understand the want and need to oversee every little detail about your wedding. But you need a break. And on the big day, you won't be able to run around doing every little thing. Include your partner in the planning even if they say they don't care. It's important to involve them. And when your friends say they'd be glad to help, believe them. I didn't want to burden my friends with tasks, but then I realized that their help is like a wedding present. And I promise, once you start delegating tasks, the wedding stress gets better. Not giving your photographer a shot list. Even if you hire a photographer who is the best in the business, they can't read your mind about what you want and what you want to be captured from your wedding. You need to talk to your photographer before the wedding and go over all the things you want to be captured. And that goes beyond traditional portraits. Think about the little things that you'd like captured, too such as a photo of your wedding program or your rings stacked on top of your vow books. And it's important to talk to your photographer about any body issues or how you like to be photographed. I struggle with body dysmorphia and I let my photographer know that I'm insecure about certain things, especially my arms. Because she knew that going into the shoot, she knew not to take a lot of portraits with me in total profile. Not asking for an unplugged ceremony. You'd think it would be common courtesy, but if you don't deliberately tell guests, and I mean with multiple signs, they won't know social media is off-limits during your wedding.
and then you'll end up tagged in a Facebook album of blurry photos from your very small and intimate ceremony by your Aunt Linda. And Aunt Linda doesn't understand privacy settings so now the whole world can see them. Think that's rude? Check out 20 more insanely rude things people will do at your wedding. If you want a social media-free, unplugged ceremony, have your ushers, wedding coordinator and officiant remind guests when they arrive and enter the venue. Not feeding your vendors. So, you've got your RSVPs which means you know how much food to order for your reception. Well, almost. Too many couples forget to include food for their vendors. Or worse, they just assume vendors will eat what's left. And that's usually just cheese cubes from cocktail hour, it's incredibly rude not to feed your vendors especially since they can't exactly leave the venue to go get food. Now that you feel confident in avoiding these common wedding planning mistakes, it's time to focus on those pre- and post-wedding events.